Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode I'm rambling about holidays and topics related um, well to that. And for those of you unfamiliar with this series, I pick a series of topics. Uh, I just start to talk out loud about them. Usually I get off topic, I start branching off, and um, without really noticing, of course, um, you know, I, I kind of just start at one place and I end up at a different place. And that's kind of the point, is to keep you disoriented, hopefully bore you to tears, uh, maybe to sleep, if that's what you're looking for. So, why holidays? Okay, which is a valid question. Thanks for asking. Well, recently I was daydreaming and somehow I got on the topic uh, in my mind about gifts in the holiday season. Gifts. Gifts. Not gifts. Like like a gif or a gif. Which, what's the big deal? I mean, is it is it gif or is it jif? You know, for me it's a little bit more intuitive to say gif. Jif is, is if it were with a J. <clears throat> in my opinion, that would be what makes more sense in terms of the pronunciation, but, and I've understood that it's, you can pronounce it either way, gif or jif. I, again, kind of curious, what do you, how do you pronounce it? Because for me, it's a little bit counterintuitive to say it as if it were the J, J I F. Okay. So getting back on topic already all over the place. Um, I was thinking about gifts during the holiday season, obviously primarily during Christmas or Hanukkah. And, um, I was thinking about some of the gifts that my family and friends used to give me when I was younger, or what they what they gifted me when I was younger. And I, of course, remember some of my favorites. You know, they included a science kit when I was around seven. It was this cool, almost toolbox uh, or kit-looking thing that uh, I wanted for you know, I wanted to use for, you know, it had like over 20 different science experiments that you could try. You know, there were most of these chemical reactions that, you know, would change the color of a substance, get a liquid to start bubbling, so on and so forth. But I was really fond of it, right? I really liked it. And, uh, you know, I remember playing with that quite a bit. Another gift I remember very fondly was a new baseball hat. Excuse me, a bat. And, um, you know, it was one that my dad bought me. It was this blue bat. I probably harassed my father for, you know, an entire year, and I was so happy and thankful that he actually got it for me during Christmas. And, uh, you know, still very fond and special memory I have with uh, my father. Now, of course, you know, however, you know, the big caveat in all this is now I'm a little bit older. You know, I, I don't want to say I kind of loathe the holiday season. I just think the gift component of it used to be, you know, really one of the, if not the highlight <clears throat> lost my voice there for a second. One of the highlights of the holiday season. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a little bit down about them. And so obviously it's for two reasons. First off, I'm no longer receiving great gifts from family and friends. Usually the items are just gift cards, um, to restaurants I haven't been to or haven't gone to in a long time or it's cash and cash is great, but let's consider the economics here. Okay, and I know that this is not Freakonomics Radio, and this is not, you know, uh, Planet Money or anything like that, or Motley Fool, but just consider the economics for a second. If a family member is giving me cash, and I gift cash back to said family member, then did it ever actually happen? My aunt gave me $30 
I gave her a $30 Starbucks gift card since she always likes to get her coffee there in the morning. It's like we canceled each other out, and, and it kind of bothers me. You know? Again, think about it. It's like, if you give me 20 and so and a lot of times you'll come out losing, right? Because if you give someone a 40 or $50 gift card and they give you a $15 gas card, okay, great. I mean, if you have a vehicle, I mean, you're going to use that gas card. But you end up, you know, and I get it, right? I mean, don't don't take this the wrong way. I understand. The holiday season is not about yourself. It's about giving to others, being thankful for what you have. So I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem as if, you know, this experience detracts from the overall holiday uh, season, or or the reason for giving and the reason for being generous with your time, your your resources, and so on and so forth. But you know, it's 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 definitely a, a learning process, right? Where it's like you you're you're given these things, and now it's like a lot of times you just cancel each other out. That's why I go back to the economics of it. You know, if I give you $20 and you just so happen to give me $20 back, I mean, we should just called each other before and said, listen, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. How much were you going to give me? 20 bucks. Save it. Who cares? Like, what does it matter? You know, of course, there's also little cousins and family members that need to be taken into consideration, right? Where you don't receive anything in return. And while they are unbelievably excited about getting gifts now, I am, you know, of course, the opposite position because I'm the sucker that needs to be searching for and purchasing gifts for the little suckers. Suckers. Suckers, in case you couldn't hear me well. Um, but you know, the, ho- the the highlight of the holiday season for me is when my family, we would go somewhere and we'd stay at the Holiday Inn, you know, maybe to maintain the holiday theme going on. Maybe it was just a coincidence, but as I got older... Um, and I was, you know, really cool and, you know, trying to be such a, not a rebel. I was never a rebel, but I wanted to be like, you know, really, I, I want to be cool. I would listen to the, to the song, uh, Holiday Inn, right? By Chingy and Snoop Dogg as we were arriving to the hotel on my Walkman, right? I mean, does, any, does anyone remember those? Whatever happened to those things? Are they even around? I'm going to click pause here for a moment and look it up because I am interested. One second. Okay, uh, I'm back. It took me about a minute, but to you it sounds like I never left. The wonders of audio editing. So Walkman was a brand of Sony. Obviously, still a massive company, but Walkman uh, were no longer being manufactured by 2010. Now, here's what I find surprising. Walkman, or the Walkman, started being manufactured as early as 1979. I mean, I thought they were invented in the late 80s, maybe early 90s. But either way, Walkman lived a shorter life than I'm sure Sony expected, right? 79 to 2010. Founder of Sony, Masaru Ibuku, probably expected bigger and better things from the Walkman. It's not surprising, though. I mean, I, I don't really remember. You know, I wasn't born in the 70s. Um, I wasn't born in the 80s either. Now that you're going to be wondering. Um, but I... Um, I don't know. I just I never I never really thought the Walkman were a thing before, say nineteen eighty eight. I don't know. I used to always feel so cool walking around with my Walkman, right? Just as a kid, like just thinking, wow, this is the pinnacle of being hip and in style, and pulling up in the backseat of my parents' minivan and stepping out with those cheap headphones you were given from American Airlines back in the day, like the headphones that look like two pieces of foam. 
like it looks like two pieces of foam just stuck on either side of a popsicle stick and they sound like static throughout your ear all you hear is like you know it sounds like you can hear just I mean it's mo- it's mostly static and then the lyrics themselves almost when, like the singer was singing it almost sounded like like static like hitting your ear and it's hard to describe but I'm sure anyone who's had experience with those old American Airlines headphones would uh, know exactly what I mean but yeah I mean believe it or not I um, I thought I was balling, you know. I thought I was just the coolest guy on campus, and it's so embarrassing to look back at. My favorite CD to listen to when I first got on my Walkman was Three Doors Down, because my favorite song for maybe a solid 36 months was Kryptonite by said band. And I think the same thing, um, I, th- I think that was the name of the song, right? Maybe it was Superman. It was a song where the chorus is like, if I was alive and well, would you be there holding my hand or something like that? Like, if I'm alive in a well, would you be there holding my head? I don't remember the lyrics. I do remember being convinced that we're saying, if I'm alive in a well, would you be there holding my head? So no kidding, every time I heard the song, I would picture someone being at the bottom of a small well, or a big well for that matter, with their significant other holding their head, instead of, you know, like, getting help, <laughs> calling that one one. You know, getting a cop, you know, getting a rope, get, get that guy out of a well. That used to be... And I was obsessed with it, right? Like, like I listen to that song. I get back from school, like before going to school, like pulling up to school. I was listening to that, thinking like, if I'm alive in a well, would you be there holding my head, being like, "Wow, this is, this is so cool." I also listened to Sean Paul's "Get Busy" album on my Walkman. This is a true story. I used to love Sean Paul, and I'm not sure if that's embarrassing to admit or not. But I'm, 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 I'm admitting it, right? Right here to you. Right here, right now. Right here. Right now. And I still kind of love that album. And whenever I saw like Get Busy or like Luke comes on the radio, I don't change the station, right? I mean, I'm not saying I'm belting out the song, but I'm not changing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not moving away from that song. So who knows what Sean Paul is saying anyway. It's virtually impossible. I would just kind of mumble the lyrics, right? My mother never understood why I listened to that album. And to make things worse, occasionally I'd ask her to play it in the car on the way to, or uh, either on the way to school or the way back home. And, uh, you know, looking back, I feel guilty um, subjecting my mother to that. You know, she's a trooper. I don't know where we got on the topic of Sean Paul from holidays, but that's between the rambles, I suppose. I also really enjoyed Outcast albums on my Walkman. There was a time where iPods were a thing, but I didn't really want to give up the Walkman just yet. <clears throat> so while most of the kids were rocking like iPods and all that, I was carrying my 30 pound brick of a Walkman in my hand, walking around campus with those terrible American Airlines headphones, listening to the song Kryptonite on repeat, my Sean Paul album, and a lot of times Outcast as well. And I listened to other CDs, but I really can't remember off the top of my head um, what else I was listening to on my illustrious Walkman. Um, I'm fairly certain I have the time right, right? Because Outcast came out with Speaker Box and, and what is it? The Love Below. Speaker Box, Love Below. Was that the name of both of the albums? And so anyway, they um, they obviously come out with those two albums. And, you know, I was, I actually had an iPod, but I preferred my Walkman. So I, I don't know. It, it really goes to show you just how, what a great sense of fashion and taste I have. That I was still walking around with said Walkman instead of just, you know, using the more practical solution. 
which is and always will be something smaller, something that allows you to add more songs, more music. Has there ever been a product with a more appropriate name, right? A Walkman. You know, at the time it was this amazing invention where, hey, you could walk with your music, man. You know, you just stick a CD in there, make sure you don't flip your Walkman over. Otherwise, the track will skip or stop. Oh, not just walk, man. Right? What a stroll down memory lane that is. I remember that the Walkman used to have this feature. I think it was called a hold. And so. It would kind of like drain your battery immediately, but what it would do is it would kind of ensure that your your Walkman, even if it's flipped over, even if it's even if you're running around with it or whatever, you'd be able to um, listen to the song continuously without any skips or jumps or anything. But if you wasn't on hold, and let's say you moved a little too fast or you you shook it or it flipped over, it would either stop the song or it would, um, you know, whatever. It would either stop the song or it would just like skip over most of the lyrics so you know again the pinnacle of but I mean it's not surprising I mean I, I found a lot of things I mean I remember I still remember like my first experience with a Game Boy and Game Boy Jesus I need to really learn how to pronounce it a Game Boy when I was a kid playing Pokemon and um, it's just a nerdy thing. It's a nerdy thing. I remember just turning it on and being like, wow, I mean, this is, are we in the future? You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember how old I was. I must have been like five or something like that. You know, six. Like, I, I was little. I was I was definitely a little kid. But, you know, again, for me, it was just this, this unbelievable feat of technology. I couldn't believe that I, I was living I was also really obsessed with Wonder Bread for a while. I don't know if it was the marketing. I don't know what the deal was. Maybe it was just the name of the bread. There was I. I always thought Wonder Bread was like some special kind of bread that was like developed, you know, by in like this high tech facility. And um, I can't quite remember why. Maybe it was just because it was called Wonder Bread. But I I remember thinking it's so dorky. But I remember thinking that you know I was playing on I was playing Pokemon on my game boy game boy and um you know i was like asking my mother to slice me a piece of wonder bread and i just i don't know why i remember i remember the most useless things you know now that i forget important things either in my opinion but i just i remember garbage things things that really you know they, they have no long-term benefit to me other than roasting myself on a podcast because you know, again, I remember asking my mother to slice me a piece of Wonder Bread. We had another piece of bread there. And I said, no, it has to be the Wonder Bread. I'm playing Pokemon Go. I need a futuristic bread. I said something like that. My mother obviously laughed at me because she was like, this kid is, this kid's a real dork. I don't know what, I don't know what his deal is. But, um, yeah, just useless. I mean, I, I have probably other useless memories I could pull out. Um... I remember uh, getting into a fight with my uh, cousin one, like, Thanksgiving, because I just kept on following him around, you know, and we didn't really fight that much. It's not like we got into a fist fight or even that much of, like, a verbal altercation, but I was probably, you know, six, and he was probably, like, nine. And I just wanted to keep on following him around, and I remember we got into an argument about it, sort of, and, you know, 
my mother and his mother was like, you know, you guys are cousins. You guys need to get along. But like, I remember like the steps that we took. I remember we were at my grandmother's house and I, I remember this sort of general, uh, experience. And again, it's, it's useless, right? It's a useless memory that doesn't actually add to anything. Um, I mean, again, I remember things that I, I think make sense. I mean, I remember, you know, I remember most of my birthday parties. I remember, um, you know, winning sports titles in elementary, middle school, and high school as I got older. I remember, you know, my first class at university. I remember, you know, like, I don't know. I remember, I remember things of that nature, you know, accomplishments in life, accomplishments of others in my life. So, ooh, that's a lot of big yawn. I'm not even tired. Have you noticed that whenever you think about yawning and you yawn, it's almost like this inevitable snowball and you almost need something to, to distract you from yawning so that you can kind of move on with your life. And what I mean by that is, I'll think about yawning or I'll see someone yawn. I'll acknowledge in my head, oh God, that person's yawning. Inevitably, I start to yawn. And after I start to yawn, it's like my brain doesn't allow me. It's like I'm like a broken record. I continue to yawn and I continue to sort of think about it until, you know, I get my monkey brain gets distracted with something. It's just like, okay, you can get off it. Curious to know if anyone else has experiences like that. Where again, it's 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 like I, I just... I zone in on that, and I don't mean to, and so I'll just continue to yawn and yawn and yawn. So, yeah. Again, I'm I'm only dropping the good the good information today. I'm sure you better be asleep by now, because if you're listening to this, if you're if you've listened to this entire episode, and you're somehow awake for it, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. I can't say much else. It's interesting. Pretty soon we are coming up on 300 episodes. That for me is very exciting. You know, I started this. It's still part of the ramble, I guess. I'll just finish after this. But, you know, I started this podcast because I wanted, I felt like, I felt that there wasn't a podcast available that was creating uh, consistent content and releasing on a very frequent basis and releasing different, you know, and that's the thing is, I, uh, you know, for me, sometimes I like hearing, uh, a voice. Sometimes I like hearing whispers. Sometimes I like rain. Sometimes I like the sound of a train. Sometimes I like the sound of, you know, a a grazing pasture, you know, farmland. Sometimes I like the sign, the sound of, uh, you know, a busy bar, you know, and, and that was sort of why I started the podcast is because I said, I think there's an opportunity here for me to create content that I myself would really want to hear. And I'm sure that if I want something that is, and also not necessarily a visual, you know, doesn't require a visual component, right? Cause a lot in you on YouTube, you can find a bunch of, of, you know, fantastic ASMR content creators. But for me, it was like, there really weren't that many podcast options, something where it's just like, listen, I I'm, I'm in my office. I have a 30 minute break. I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, doze off for a little bit or, you know, I'm having a lazy Sunday. I want to just doze off for a little bit. And it doesn't have to be this, you know, really intricate thing where it's like I'm, I'm introducing 45 different triggers and, you know, different, I'm inducing, 
you know, these 45 minute hour, you know, 45, excuse me, 45 minute episodes where I'm doing these crazy things. It, it can just be someone having a conversation, you know, with me, quote unquote, and just kind of guiding the conversation. And, you know, I'm just kind of, I know that I'm not going to have any, you know, loud banging in the background or any loud music. It's just me and that person and I just get to relax. So for me, it's, uh, quite the honor, quite the blessing to be able to, uh, be doing this, you know, nearly 300 episodes later. I mean, it's, it definitely doesn't feel it's been that long. I'll tell you that. I mean, every time I record, it feels like not quite the first time, but it definitely feels like something that I'm, I'm uh, still trying to improve on and something that, um, you know, I really, uh, you know, still, still enjoy doing. You know, it is, it is incredibly time consuming, just planning out the schedule, releasing it, you know, for the most part, I'm doing a lot of this on my own. And obviously, um, you know, we try to monetize the podcast so that we can, you know, improve the, the hardware of it and sort of, you know, if I can do this a little bit more and, and not do other things, you know, do other things a little bit less. And I think that's beneficial to me and beneficial to whoever listens to, you know, to you, if you're listening to this and you like this podcast, but, um, it's that's a different ramble, you know. You know, I've kind of touched a bunch of different topics here. So, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end the uh, podcast right here. I want to thank you as always for listening. If you have any questions, any comments, you can always get in touch with the show at hello at sleep and relax smr.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so via Patreon or Tingles, which is just sleep and okay, tingles.com. I think it's tingles.com or it's get tingles.com. And search for the podcast, but you have to use the and symbol, not A-N-D, when you look up Sleep and Relax ASMR. You can also donate uh, via our website, and just check out our website. You know, we have a couple different cool things on there, how to listen to the show, how to donate. Um, you know, we, uh, I try to, you know, keep it updated, and, and uh, if you have any suggestions about that, you can also email me. So, that's it for the show. Thanks as always for listening, and take care. <laughs>